Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is differences between male and females that may create relationship problems. We have a lot to cover, so let's get to it. The majority of males and females want to have a loving and peaceful romantic relationship. Unfortunately, most couples don't know how to achieve a healthy relationship. Some of the differences between them may create conflicts and frictions, if not understood. Of course, both males and females have many more similarities than differences. However, those small differences can prevent them from being happy. We're not going to focus on the innate biological, physiological, or hormonal differences between male and females. Primarily, we're going to discuss the differences in the following areas. We're going to deal with the personality differences, how they communicate, their communication style, their expectations, their verbal expression, how they display their emotions, how they prioritize, how they process things internally, internal processing, how they behave. These are the categories that we're going to discuss the differences between males and females. Now, male and females have similar personality traits. However, they are socialized, conditioned, and trained to display different personality characteristics. Now, being aware of the differences can help couples prepare themselves to be more realistic about their expectations and their reactions. The majority of the time, in most cultures, males and females are known to possess the following traits. Now, these traits may be considered to be feminine traits, even though some men may display some of these traits as well. Now, these traits may be just human traits, but women seem to have more of these traits than most males. Now, being cooperative, being emotional, being attentive to others, nurturing, being emotionally available, being loyal, honest, creative, some type of dependency, having social harmony and being sociable, being considerate, being consistent, having emotional intelligence, being agreeable, being polite, having compassion, being enthusiastic, being sensitive, needing compliments, seeking external validation, tend to follow and be supportive, showing empathy, and having self-discipline. Again, men can have some of these characteristics, but these are known to be more feminine traits. Now, males, let's talk about some of the traits that some males experience. Now, yes, some women can experience these traits as well, but they're predominantly seen in males. Now, it all depends on the culture. We're specifically dealing with Western culture. So different cultures, we're going to see male and female display different attributes. Now, males are known to be more assertive and aggressive. They're known to take the initiative and provide leadership, known to be more independent. They seek success, you know, more courageous. They have more confidence. They tend to be stronger. Sometimes they're a little rebellious. They're innovative. They're mysterious. They exercise more self-control, some self-validation. They're more authentic and have adaptability traits. Now, 
We're not saying that women don't possess these same characteristics, but it seems to be in Western culture, this is labeled or identified more as a masculine trait. That's all we're doing. So once you understand what is considered to be feminine qualities and traits and what is considered to be masculine quality and trait, then you pretty much have an idea how your mate, how your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, how they may act right? You may be looking for those particular traits. And if you see them, then you know, yeah, this is a trait that men normally have. This is a trait that women normally have, right? So once you see that, you're not going to be surprised. You're not going to be astonished or amazed. You're going to just be like, oh, okay, that is a natural trait or characteristics that males usually possess or females normally possess. You're going to know. So once you know, then you could deal with it. Now, obviously, most of these characteristics are interchangeable between male and females. However, some of these traits can be more dominant or passive in one gender. When we know the existence of these characteristics, we can devise a plan to deal with it and not take it personally. We won't try to force others to change or conform to our unrealistic expectations. Now, many women have different styles or ways of communicating. We have to take note of these differences in order to not misinterpret or misunderstand each other. Knowing these differences will help facilitate a better communication, interaction, and prevent conflicts. Now, once couples understand the differences between male and females, these are some of the things that can happen. Couples won't take anything personal or assume they are specifically being targeted. They'll understand like, hey, this is the way things work. These are the things that male and females have and these are the things they go through. Now, couples won't see the differences as being a problem, right? Because differences are expected. Differences are normal between male and females. Male and females are not alike. They don't think alike. They don't function. They don't operate the same. So once you understand these differences, you'll know that, oh, this is nothing abnormal or unusual. Men are going to be different. Females are going to be different, right? Now, couples won't see it as a type of sabotaging behavior, right? A lot of couples misinterpret each other's motives or behaviors or action. They see something and they automatically assume that is a sabotaging behavior. Like their partner is trying to sabotage them. It's trying to attack them or hurt them. Now, if they understand this is a normal reaction for a male or a normal reaction for a female, then they won't jump to this conclusion. Now, couples won't see it as a sign of not caring or just being indifferent. Right, Because sometimes couples misinterpret each other's action. But if you understand that men sometimes act that way, you're not going to take it as, oh, he doesn't care. Okay, If you understand that women do have these type of reaction, you're not going to think that she's overreacting or she's out of touch with reality. So it's very important that we understand these differences so we'll know how to deal with them. Now let's look at some of the communication differences between male and females. Men 
or males tend to not disclose any personal information when talking. They're rather focused on non-personal information or facts. So if you're talking to a man, ladies, you're talking to your husband, talking to your boyfriend, talking to a man that you're interested in, and you notice that he's not disclosing any personal information. Don't be offended. Don't think that he's being secretive or he's being mysterious or he just don't want to tell you because he's trying to dodge a particular question. Just understand that this is the normal reaction of most men. They will not disclose any personal information when they're talking. They'll focus on everything else. They don't think it's anybody's business to know their business. It's very important that we understand that. Now, ladies are the opposite. A woman will tell you all about her business. They'll, she'll tell you about how she feel, what she want, what she's experiencing, what she went through. I mean, it, it's just a little bit too personal sometimes. So guys, when you talking to women and they start telling you all about their business, about their relationship, about their children, about what's going on on the job, don't take offense to it. Don't think that this lady is trying to bombard you and trying to overwhelm you because that's just the way most women are. Not all but most women. Now, males tend to give short and specific answers when asked a question. Women tend to give longer answers and tell a story before getting to the point. That's just the way we work in the Western culture. Now, different cultures, women and men may act differently, but women will give long answers while men give short answers and get straight to the point. So ladies, please don't think that your man just don't want to talk Don't think that he's avoiding having a conversation with you because he's getting straight to the point. He's getting straight to what you ask. He's going to get the specifics. He's not going to be all around the world like you, right? And guys, understand when your woman's telling you a story, she's not going to get straight to the point. Most women are going to tell you everything else before they get to the point. So you just have to be patient and work with her and understand where she's coming from. Now, males tend to apologize less often during a conversation than women. Now, when you hear women conversation, you're going to hear a lot of, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Oh, I didn't mean that. And when you hear male conversation, you're not going to really hear too many apologies. That's just the way it is. Now, males don't want to deal or address sensitive issues and avoid it. Sometimes they will just change or switch the conversation. Again, men don't like to talk about personal things. So if something is sensitive, something that is very meaningful or private to them, they're not going to talk about it. They're not going to talk about it. You know, they'll talk about it only to select it for you. Now, women are the opposite. They'll talk to whoever want to listen, right? Now, males tend to not show many facial expressions or display a lot of emotional reactions. They avoid eye contact Or sometimes they'll frown more often than women. Okay? Most men, not all now. We're not saying every single male in the world is going to react that way. But most men, cross-culture, they tend to act this way. Males tend to nod to show agreement with a point, while women tend to nod to show understanding. Right, it's the perfect example. Men and women are doing the same thing, but they're doing it for different reasons. A man nod his head to say, yeah, he's in agreement. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. A woman will nod her head, oh yeah, meaning that, yeah, she understands. So we got to understand what these gestures mean when a male is doing it 
or when a female is doing it. So a man can automatically assume that just because a woman nod her head that she's in agreement. And that's not true. A woman can automatically understand or assume that just because a man nod his head, he he's understanding what she's saying. That may not be true. So we got to understand the different languages that are being spoken. Okay? It's being interpreted the wrong way. So when a man nods his head, you need to ask him, what does he mean by that? When a woman nods her head, you need to ask her. Because you may assume that they're doing it the same reason that you're doing it if you're a female. Male compliment others less often than women during conversation. Again, men don't like to get personal. And if they're complimenting you, then they're becoming very personal. And they don't like getting personal, especially with people that they don't know. They generally try not to give as much compliment, especially to women. Because sometimes women misinterpret their compliments as a come on or they're being flirtatious or they're showing interest and that's not the case. They don't want to give any mixed messages. That's the reason why sometimes they don't give as many compliments as women. Males tend to make decisions independently without seeking advice, input, or help from others. Men tend to be independent. They don't want to hear anybody's opinion, especially people who are not concerning them, people who are not related to them or not dealing with them. They tend to be more independent. And women are the opposite. Before they make a decision, they tend to go ask everybody, what you think, what you think, what you think, what you think, all right, before they actually make a decision. So sometimes males are irritated by women when they do that. Because they're trying to figure, hey, you're making a decision. Why do you have to have everybody else's opinion? And that's just the way it is, guys. You can't change a woman. That's the way a woman thinks. And ladies, you can't change the way a man thinks. If he wants to go ahead on and not talk to your daddy, not talk to your sister, not talk to the lawyer, not talk to the realtor, he wants to make his own decision, leave him alone, let him do it. Now, obviously, he's going to have to deal with the consequences if he doesn't know what he's doing. All right. But what you can do is just give him information, very probably written information, and he'll look at it when he gets ready, when he gets ready to make his decision. But don't think that he's going to go and ask everybody's opinion like you do, because he's not going to do that. Now, males tend to make decisions quicker than females. Women prefer to take their time to gather information, compare information, and discuss information before making a decision. That's just the way it is. Men will know exactly what they want. They know they want A, they go straight for A. Women know they want A, but they want to see what's up with B, C, D, and F before they actually make a decision. Now, males are more likely to challenge or dispute their partner's comment or disregard the remarks of others. Males tend to cause more interruption during a conversation than females. They like to insert their points and challenge the speaker. Females tend to ask more questions instead, right? So if a male just come in and they just constantly disrupting, constantly not letting the person speak, don't take it personal. Don't think that they're attacking the speaker. They're trying to just be difficult to that person or give them a hard time. That's just the way they are. Most men are like that. Women are not, okay? Now, males are more comfortable speaking in public and females are more comfortable in private spaces. That's just the way it is. I guess males don't have nothing to hide. They don't want to talk about nothing personal. They're not going to get intimate. They're not going to talk about sensitive issues. So they can feel comfortable talking in public. Women, on the other hand, 
You know, they're all going to talk about something sensitive. They're all going to talk about something intimate, something personal. So they prefer to be in private so they can have privacy. Males share only what they want others to know, while females want to share all their thoughts. That's just the way it is. Males, they want to operate on on an as-needed basis. They're going to tell you what you need to know, when you need to know it. Women want you to know everything because I guess women want you to understand who they are and why they do the things that they do. So you can give them support and compassion. Now, males dislike when females are too talkative, when she beats around the bush and refuse to get directly to the point. Females like to tell their stories, give examples, and bring topics into the conversation that are irrelevant to the point. And sometimes that can be very frustrating to men. They think that women talk too much. So ladies, if your husband or your boyfriend say you talk too much, don't take it personal. Don't think that he's trying to insult you or offend you because most men do think that most women talk too much because women are descriptive. They go into details. They want to give all the information that they can in one sentence. Sometimes they don't even catch their breath. They just talk, 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 talk. Now, obviously, not all women are like that, but we do have a lot of women who tend to do that. And men get frustrated or even angry sometimes when females do that. But males, you have to understand. You have to be more patient, be more understanding, be more supportive, be more tolerant, because that's a woman nature. Because most women, no matter what culture they're in, they tend to talk a lot because they are very verbally expressive. Now, during conversation, males want to get respect while females want to be liked. Okay, females pay more attention to speakers' tone, pitch, and volume. Okay, how do you say something matters more to a man? Males want to get their point across. Females want to be heard and understood. That's just the way it is. When men are talking, they want to get respect. They want other people to value what it is that they're saying. They want other people to value them. All right. While females just want people to like them. Most females don't care if you respect them. They just want to be liked. And for females, if you like them, that can also be interpreted as if you respect them. Right. Females pay more attention. Women will pay attention to the tone, like the way you said it, how you said it. They're paying attention. Most men don't pay attention to all that. They just want to get their point across. And women just want to be heard, right? Now, males tend to get dominance and control through conversation to show how much they know, while females usually want to connect and create more intimate relationship through talking. Okay, females want to have an experience when they talk. They're not trying to dominate nobody. Most females. We do have some females who have more masculine traits. But right now we're talking about generally females tend to be more into trying to build intimacy in a relationship than males. Males are trying to dominate. They're trying to see who's going to be in charge, who's going to control. Now, males tend to talk more about their accomplishments, their success, and their material possession. Okay? And sometimes they'll brag about their status, while females tend to talk about their feelings, thoughts, and relationship. Males more often focus on the outer world and talk about external things, while females tend to focus on the internal world and talk about inner 
world things or personal issues, right? Now, when talking, males tend to internalize success and externalize failures, right? Meaning that if they are successful, they're going to get all the glory and the credit. If they are failing, they will blame someone else for their failures. (laughs) Now, women are the opposite. Women tend to externalize success. If they're successful, they tend to say, well, you know, it was due to my husband. It was due to my mom. It was due to the teacher. They're they're not really going to take credit for it. Now, if they fail, they internalize the failure. They're going to blame themselves, even if they had nothing to do with it. Even if they were sabotaged, even if they didn't have the opportunity or resources, they're going to blame themselves. Now, males engage more in teasing and trash talk with each other. Females tend to see this as being aggressive or being hostile. Now, it depends on the culture. We have some cultures, females call each other derogatory names and put each other down and, and play it that way. All right. They call each other the B word and they, they talk bad about each other. They do the same thing as males. Depends on the culture. But usually people who come from dysfunctional environments are the ones that usually trash talk and belittle and abuse each other verbally. Okay. But men tend to do that more so than women. Most women don't want to be talked to in a certain way. They don't want to be teased or attacked or verbally abused in any way. Most women don't. And guys, if you're going to play with your woman, don't do that. Don't play to tease her or attack her or say something derogatory to her because she's not going to find that funny at all. She's going to be offended and insulted. Okay. Males tend to avoid asking for feedback, constructive criticism, or opinions. They think it shows signs of weakness or diminishes their power, right? Males will not ask for feedbacks. They rather try to figure it out themselves because they think that's what a man's supposed to do. A man is a problem solver, so he's supposed to solve problems. So he's not supposed to ask people if he asks that anybody anything, he may think that that's a sign of weakness. Like he doesn't know what he's doing and other people are going to think that he's less of a man. So ladies, if your man don't ask you for your feedback, or constructive criticism or your opinion, don't take it personal because most men are like that. Now, males use less words to describe things. Females are very verbally expressive. Males like yes and no questions and females ask for detailed comments, right? Now, males don't like giving unsolicited advice and tend to not give automatic feedback. Females see that as a sign that they don't care. If you don't ask a man for help, he's not going to give you help. You don't ask him for advice, he's not going to give it to you. He's not going to do it because he figure if you're not asking, then you don't want it or you don't need it. All right. That's very simple. A man mind thinks different from a woman. A woman will give you advice, give you feedback, comment, even if you don't ask for it, even if you don't want it. But a male is opposite, right? Males tend to be task orientated. They want to get the job done while females tend to focus on relationship. They're relationship orientated, right? A woman walks into a room. She's, Hey, she want to socialize. She want to talk. She want to connect before she works, before she go into accomplishing the goal. She want to know what's happening with the people. A man, 
He just gets straight to the point. He wants to go ahead on and get to the job. May not talk to nobody. May not say nothing. He just want to get it done. And sometimes there's a conflict there because when a woman's trying to talk to a man and he's trying to focus on doing the work, he can get annoyed, frustrated, or angry because the woman is just stopping him from doing what he got to do. And when a man is not being sociable and talking, some women interpret that as if he's being antisocial, but that's not true. Now, males can be sociable and friendly when they want to, but females tend to seek more friendship or build a relationship. A man can be cordial. He could just, hi, how you doing? And be friendly, but he's not trying to build a relationship with you. He just want to just say hi and bye, you know, but a woman is really trying to build some type of friendship. All right. We're talking about generally speaking, not all women, but most women. Now, the male's brain tend to be better at focusing on a single project or task, while female's brain can focus on multiple things at a time and be better at multitasking. So, ladies, when a guy is doing one thing, let him do it and finish it because he cannot take on any new projects. He cannot multitask and do a hundred things at the same time like women can do it. Now, some men obviously can do that, but most men cannot. So ladies, please, if you ask your man to do one thing, let him finish. Don't just keep giving him things to do. Do this, that, 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 that. He's going to get frustrated, overwhelmed, and he's going to rebel. It's like, listen, stop. I can't do all this at one time. He gets confused. And sometimes they just don't say nothing. They just don't do nothing. They just leave or they just sit down and watch TV instead of doing all the lists of things that you have for them. They just can't handle it. Their brains cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. Now, some men can't because they have practiced and they have trained their minds to do that. But most women do this naturally, multitask. Now, males tend to want to be alone after experiencing a problem or setback. They can't share their losses or failure, but they can share their victories. Females like to have people around them for emotional support for their victories and their failures. Now, most guys, if they fail, if they lose, if they experience some type of tragic event or a trauma, they tend to be by themselves. They tend to want to recuperate or heal alone. And a lot of women don't understand that. They think that their men are just pushing them away and not wanting them to be part of that healing process or they don't want their emotional support. It's not that, that men are raised in a different way. The way that they're raised, they're raised to be more independent and they, they learn how to process things by themselves. They can't really think when everybody else is around. They tend to be by themselves so they can get things in order. They can see things in a different perspective. So these are the differences between men and, and, and women. All right. Males tend to miss or overlook nonverbal cues or body languages. They don't pay attention to these details. Females are generally more accurate at evaluating and interpreting body language. A man can walk into a room and he's not paying attention to people's body language most of the time. Now, there are exceptions, right? But when a woman walks into the room, she sees everything. She's scanning the room. She's paying attention to details, body languages, tones, voice, sound, smell. She's seeing everything. Most women can do that, all right? Most males, you ask a male, did you notice that 
stuff that happened yesterday? He's like, what stuff? He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't paying attention because he's not attention orientated in that way. But most women are, especially when it comes to body language. Now, when it comes to expectations, male and females tend to have similar expectations on some things, but big differences in other areas. Let's go through some expectations. Now, males tend to expect females to ask or request what they want, while females expect males to automatically know what they want without asking because of the following reason. Okay? They say a man should know that they need help. Why? Okay? Most women don't believe that they need to ask a man for anything. They think that a man should already know what they need. Why do they think that? Why do most women assume that a man should know what they want and what they need without them having to say anything? Let's talk about some of the reasons that they believe that this should happen. Now, some women think that is obvious. It's obvious that they need something. They think that anybody should be able to see you know, their necessity, right? They're in distress, okay? They need help. You know, anybody who have eyes can see the signs, the signs that they need something, they desire something, they're, they're demanding something, all right? They think a man should be able to read their body language, you know, because it's obvious that they're crying for help, that they're asking for help using their body language or their non, non-verbal cues, right? Now, Some women think that men should know what they want because it's common sense. They think that everybody should know this by a certain age or level. Okay, they say it's common sense. How come you don't know I need this? It's common sense. All right. Now, they think everybody should know through past experience, especially if they had a prior relationship. Women just assume that a man should be very experienced with women because they had other women in their lives. But... All women are not the same. Some women will want this. Another woman will want that. So it's not fair to expect a man to know what you want just because he's been in previous relationship. You're not the same person that he dated before. You're a totally different person. Now, they think that you should know because it was already stated on a previous occasion and their partner should have automatically remembered. Now, these are the reasons why women believe that men should just cater to their needs and they don't have to ask for nothing. Okay, very quick review. They think that it's obvious what they want. They think it's common sense what they want. They think that everybody should know this by now because of past experience. And they think that because they told this man once what they wanted, so he should always know what they want in the future, right? Now that may be a little little unrealistic, but this is what some women are thinking of. Okay. Now let's give an example, a real life example. Females tend to say the following. It's obvious if I'm sick, it's his job to make me feel better, cater to my needs and make everything all right. Now in reality, if a female tells a man she's sick, and he sees that she's functioning and she's fully operational, most likely he may think that she's going to be fine and don't need anything. If anything is needed from him, she will open her mouth to ask him. That is the reality. So just because you're sick 
ladies. Don't think that your man is going to automatically come to you to rescue you and save you and cater to you and nurture you back to health. If he doesn't see you dying, if he doesn't see you bedridden, he doesn't see no broken bones, he don't see no blood coming from your body, he see you getting up and cooking and working and taking care of the kids, he's going to assume that you are right. He's going to assume you're just fine. You have to be the one to express to him, even though you're walking around, even though you're not in bed, even though you're not bleeding or passing out, that you are actually sick. You have to be the one to tell him exactly, specifically what he can do for you, right? Now, the male is being logical and rational. He will assess the situation based on his own knowledge and awareness, his own personal experience, the way he was raised and trained to think, and his observation of the female's present state. Right? This is how this man reached the conclusion that you are right. Because in his assessment, you seem to be just fine. All right? Now, the, the male may not take into consideration the female's body language, tone of voice, facial expression, and other nonverbal clues that she is sending when she is asking for help. He may be totally unaware of the female's non-verbalized requests. In reality, most females have been trained to be functional during sickness, crisis, suffering, and hardship. So just because they're walking around, working, and engaging doesn't mean that they don't need help desperately. It has been ingrained in their psyche to continue meeting their responsibilities by default. In other words, just because she's not looking sick or acting sick doesn't mean that she's not really sick and need help. Now, obviously, there's a miscommunication between male and females regarding their expectations and misinterpretation of the situation. The only way to resolve this issue is to have an open and honest dialogue about their needs. They can come to a resolution to avoid any future problems. Females can become upset, disappointed, disturbed, depressed, angry, and turn off. The males can feel frustrated, confused, annoyed, lost, pressured, resentful, angry, and stressed out. This is what happens when people have miscommunication and misinterpretation. Now, after resolving this issue, most males will gain understanding and experience to learn how to read their partner's body language and nonverbal cues in order to give them something without them verbally asking for it. Now, the female will learn to verbally express her needs and directly ask specifically for what she wants from the men. Right? This is what happens. All right, you learn through trial and error. You make a mistake, you learn from it until both of y'all get to know how to communicate with each other verbally and non-verbally. Now let's continue with differences between male and female in their expectations. Let's continue. Now males don't like to be interrupted or distracted. Okay, once they're focusing on doing something that was planned, They don't want to be interrupted, ladies. If you interrupt them, you're throwing them off. And it may be hard for them to adjust to the sudden change. Most males can only focus on one thing at a time. 
So if this man is telling you that he's going to fix the car, ladies, don't ask him to stop by the grocery store. Don't ask him to go do the laundry. Don't ask him to go pick up the kids. He's already focused and he's concentrating on getting the car fixed. Leave him alone. Don't ask him to run here, run there, run here, run there. He's not going to be able to do it. He's already focused on doing something. Let him finish. Men don't like being interrupted or distracted, right? Now, females, sometimes some females don't like to be interrupted and distracted, but they can easily bounce back. If they are disrupted because the children fail or the food on the stove needs to be finished, the laundry needs to be done, they can stop what they're doing and come back and just get right back on track. But most men can't do that because they can't multitask. Now, males don't take, males don't like when a female continuously repeat herself over and over. It feels as if they're nagging. Females tend to nag more than males. Men don't like nagging, ladies. So if you have something to say, just say it. You don't have to repeat it over and over and over and over and over again. That will frustrate a man. It'll get him angry and upset and make him stress out. Okay, not all women, we're not going to say all women are guilty of nagging, but a lot of women tend to nag because they don't feel heard. They don't feel understood. So, Men, all you got to do is let this woman know that I hear what you're saying. I understand it. And this is what I'm going to do. That will help her know that you got it. So she won't have the need or the compulsion to keep repeating the same thing. Males don't like to be treated like a child. They don't like to be told what to do all the time. Some females talk to men like they're instructing their children or they're talking to a domestic worker, okay? They're talking to a servant, a maid, a nanny, all right? Now, men don't want to be belittled or disrespected. This is a serious problem. We have a lot of women who talk to men in a bad way, and men don't like that. They don't like being treated like a child. They're not your child. They're not your your little cousin. They're not your little relative you know they are your husband your boyfriend your man and you have to treat them with respect ladies men don't like that now the same thing goes for women women don't like to be disrespected talked down to belittled and treated bad all right that's something that both male and females don't like but seems to be that women tolerate that more often than men Okay, not saying it's okay for them to tolerate any type of abuse. But when a man is telling a woman what to do, that's more in in alignment with his role as a man. So he is given the right by society to provide the leadership to instruct or guide or teach the woman. But when it's the woman that's taking that, that leadership role in the relationship and trying to guide him, and instruct him and tell him what to do, sometimes it seems as if the roles are reversed and the man feels weak, less than, inferior, not good enough. Not saying is that, but that's how he's interpreting it. So ladies, you can definitely tell your man what you have to tell him, but you don't have to treat him like a child or degrade or belittle him in any way, 
right? And the same thing goes for the males. You could talk to your woman. You could take the role of leadership. You could provide the guidance and instruction, but you could do that in a respectful way, right? Now, males don't like to be embarrassed by their females. They don't want her to focus on their failure, their weakness, their flaws, their faults, or their insecurity. This makes them feel weak and powerless, right? If you always telling this man that he's no good, you're always telling him that he's not good enough. You're always telling him that something is wrong with him. You're always telling him what he's doing wrong. Of course, he's not going to like that. He's going to feel embarrassed in front of you. And if you're telling him these things in front of other people, whether it be the children, whether it be his family, his friends, of course, he's going to be resentful. Of course, he's going to be angry. Of course, he's going to be embarrassed. All right. So if you have something to say, You know, just make sure you say it in a positive, constructive way. Okay? Don't say it in a derogatory way. Don't say it to embarrass him, to make him feel less than or not good enough. Now, males don't like fake females. Okay? A lot of females, all right, who are fake, they think that men like them like that. No, they don't. Men just tolerate or put up with it because they feel like they don't have a choice. But they can be annoyed or disturbed by all the fakeness that they see women do. Okay, women have fake appearance. Putting fake hair, fake nails, fake butt, fake breasts. A lot of men don't like it, but they tolerate it because they may not have a choice. Right? Some women have fake smiles, fake mannerism, fake gestures, fake emotions, fake affection. Most females don't see anything wrong with being fake. But a lot of men resent women for being fake. They don't like it. They really, really don't like it, right? And a lot of females think that they're trying to make themselves more appealing, more attractive, more sexier, more prettier. Men say that they don't need all that, right? Men say, just go look at the research, go look at the studies, go look at the polls, the surveys. Men say they don't care for all that fakeness, ladies. You don't have to be fake for a man. A man can love you when you're natural, okay? When you are being authentic, when you're being your true self. You don't have to pretend to be something you're not because that mask is going to have to come off. That fake stuff is going to have to come off when you go home. And he can see the difference between you and all this fakeness. Now, when a male hear a problem or a complaint, they will see it as a challenge and proceed to seek a solution or solve it. Females tend to just want men to listen and not offer any help or advice. Okay. Again, most males provide leadership. All right. Most males will take the initiative to solve a problem. So ladies, if you're talking about a problem, just expect your man to give you a solution. Unless you tell him, listen, baby, I don't need a solution. I don't need you to solve the problem. All I want you to do is listen and provide me with some emotional support. If you're specifically asking him for that, then maybe he could just do that for you. But if you're just coming to him with a problem and he see that you're in distress, then he's going to try to fix it because that's what men do. All right. That's what men do. All right. So um, men, sometimes you have to understand when your woman come to talk, she just want to talk. She just wants you to listen, offer emotional support. She doesn't want you to try to solve the problem because the problem is when a man is trying to solve the problem, he's not being empathetic, 
He's not being compassionate. He's not providing emotional support. And most women, that's what they're looking for when they tell people about their problems. Now, males like to take the leadership role and give orders. Females are more likely to make suggestions or propose ideas, right? That's just the way it is. Males just provide leadership. That's what they do. They come in and they tell you what to do. Hey, do this, that, 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 that. So don't take it personal, ladies. Don't think that they're trying to bully you or trying to attack you or trying to hurt you. They're just trying to get the job done. Now, even though men will act that way, they still can be respectful when they give orders. They still can be considerate. They still can be kind. They don't have to be mean, rude, or nasty when they do it. All right? Females like to make suggestions. It's all right. Okay? Sometimes men, you may not want the women to make suggestions. You're not asking her for any suggestions or advice. But she's going to give it to you because that's her nature. She wants to talk. Most women want to talk. That's They want to be heard. They want to contribute something. They want to build a relationship. They want to get intimate. They want to get personal. That's the reason why they talk. Most women, right? So they're not really trying to necessarily solve things. They just want to talk about it. And they're not trying to get you to solve it. They just want you to hear what they got to say about it, okay? Now, males like females to give them some space and time to be alone in order to conduct their own business, chores, hobbies, passion, and personal ventures. They don't want a clingy female who doesn't have a life of her own. They don't want a female to make them the center of her life. And they want to miss the female in her absence, right? In other words, ladies, give the men some space. Men want space. They want space. They want to be able to enjoy time alone or time with other people. Not to be sexual, not to be involved with anybody, but just to have moments where they can do the things that they enjoy doing. They don't want a woman clinging to them 24 hours a day. A woman holding on to their foot. You know, a woman that's restricting their movement. A woman that's prohibiting them from doing certain things. They don't want that. Right? Ladies, get a life. Before you met this man, you had a life. After you meet him, you still can have a life with him and you can have a life away from him. It's okay, ladies. This man doesn't have to be the center of your life. This man doesn't have to be your world and your everything. He doesn't have to be. You still can have a relationship with your family. You still can have a relationship with your friend. You still can engage in your hobbies and your personal interests. And give the man the opportunity to do the same. So, you know, both of you all can have a more fulfilled life. Because a lot of people in the assumption that your mate, once you get married or you're in a relationship, your mate has to be your everything. They have to play all the roles in your life. They have to give you all that you need. One person cannot be your everything. It's impossible. That's why a lot of relationships fail. Because it's unrealistic to expect your mate to be your everything. And you're just going to cut everybody off. You're just going to, you know, just detach from the world and just focus on you and him or him and her. You know, it's not going to work. You need to have other people in your life. You need to have a holistic, balanced life. Now, males like females to respect their privacy. They don't want females to search through their personal items. They don't want females to ask a million questions about their past personal life or their present personal life that don't concern them, 
Okay, you want them the man to tell you about their job, about their friends, about their business, about stuff that you ain't got nothing to do with. You know, men think that you're prying, that you're being nosy. You know, and some women are nosy. Some women want to know everything. Why? Because they want to be controlling. They want to keep a tab on the man's money, how much he make, what he's doing, where he's going. You know, who's riding him. I mean, you got to trust the man. Usually women who do all that, they have trust issues. And that's the reason why they do it. They have trust issues, right? So you have to respect a man's privacy. You can't open his mail. Can't go to his medicine cabinet. Can't go to his drawer, dressers, looking for stuff. Okay, you can't go to his phone, right? You got to have some respect for the man. And if you can't respect his privacy, you cannot trust him, then maybe you don't need to be with him. All right, ladies? And men, if you find a woman who's doing that, you don't have to tolerate that. You don't have to put up with that. Don't think, oh, just because women do that, it's okay. Just because women do that, she just go do it because, you know, I ain't got nothing to hide anyway. No, you ain't got to prove nothing. Either she trusts you or she don't. Either she respects your privacy or she don't. You have to make the decision, but you have to have standards that she has to follow. She just can't violate your standards or violate your boundaries. Now, males like to have some downtime for relaxation when they come home. They don't like coming home and the female has a long list of chores waiting for them to complete. They don't want to come home, the woman attacking them when they set foot in the house. They just bombarding them with a bunch of questions or they want to monopolize their time. Ladies, if the man come home after a long day's work, let him chill. Let him relax. Let him take it easy. And some women, especially women who stay at home, as soon as the man get home, they want to escape. They want to get away. They want to get away because they've been with the children all day. They've been working all day. They've been busy all day. And they just want to go ahead and have some time by themselves. They just drop the kids. Or they want the man to come home and immediately start to do some chores. Whether it be cooking, cleaning, whether it be fixing things around the house. And some men, again, they need to unwind. They need to relax before they get into any other task. They may not, may not have the strength. They may not have the energy. They may not be able to focus. Okay. They may be stressed out and they need to kind of de-stress before they could just enter and start doing other activities immediately. Okay. So it's very important, ladies. Don't think that the man is being lazy. Don't think that because you can multitask, because you've been working all day, because you go to work and come home and do everything, you think that he should do the same. Now, yes, he should help you. Okay. A fair distribution of the household chores, but you have to know when he can do it. He may not be able to do it when you want, but he can get it done as soon as possible. Okay, they want to just relax, let them relax because you don't want them having a nervous breakdown. You don't want them, you know, being upset. Some men, you know, when they're not able to relax, what they end up doing is drinking, smoking, developing habits to try to use as a negative coping mechanism to help them relax. Since they can't physically take the time out to relax, then they will use some type of substance to try to create an artificial form of relaxation. They're being artificially stimulated to be relaxed when they could just do it naturally just by taking the time to take a nap, take a bath, 
go sit down and unwind. Some people listen to music. Some people take a walk. Some people watch TV. You know, some people play some game. Whatever they do to relax and unwind, ladies, give them the opportunity to do it because they need it. Okay. A lot of men suffer from high blood pressure, you know, heart disease and all type of physical problems because of stress. So if they come home and say they're tired, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they are tired. Maybe they had a long day work and they've been stressed out. They need to relax. That's what they need to do. Give them the opportunity. Now, uh, guys, you may have to just ask the ladies, you know, you don't expect her to read your mind. Tell her, I had a long day. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I need some time to relax. Give me an hour or two. Let me take a nap. Let me relax. I'll be up. I'll help you. But let me relax, right? You got to talk to them. You got to communicate. Now, males don't like when females want to know everything about their past. To include questions about their ex-girlfriend, past sexual life, family background, Okay, most males don't want to hear about a female's past sex life and what she did with her previous partner. Most males do not want to hear that, ladies. Okay, just because you want to know doesn't mean he wants to know. Just because you want to know all the women he slept with, you want to know all the things he did, you know, all the gifts he bought, all the places he went, he doesn't want to talk about all that. You know, all the positions he had sex in, all the sexual things he did. Did he do them, you know, for her, what he did for you? Ladies, that's a little bit too much. Some guys cannot handle that. They don't want to know. Now, most guys don't want to know. Now, some guys may want to know your, your what they call body count. They may want to know how many men you slept with, which is irrelevant. It's not important. Nobody needs to know that. Is something that is very private. Obviously, it's the past. And everybody has a past, unless you're a virgin. Everybody who is not a virgin have a sexual past. And once you enter the relationship, it's not important. Your partner don't need to know any of that. The only thing they need to know, if you're healthy sexually, you don't have any STDs, you don't have any problems that you can give to them. Right? That's all they need to know. They don't need to know how many people you slept with. They don't need to know where you went and what you did. That's irrelevant it's not even important so both on male and female side nobody really needs to know but unfortunately some females want to ask all these questions and some men don't want to discuss it and they have the right not to ladies don't take it personal when he tells you i don't want to hear about your past and i'm not going to tell you about mine don't take it personal sometimes we have to leave the past in the past and be in the moment and prepare for the future Males don't like when women bring up old past issues in the middle of a new conversation just to throw it in their face or to open up old wounds to win an argument. Okay, this is extremely annoying and hurtful to men. Females like to bring up old topics, bring them back just to prove their point or show there's a pattern in history of a behavior. That's why a lot of women like to do that. They like to bring things up from the past to show that, hey, you've been doing this. You've been doing that. You've been doing this. You've been doing that. And I'm tired of you doing this. And I'm tired of you doing that. That is the problem. Okay. That's the reason why they like to throw it up in the man's face. Because one, some of these ladies are hurt. They're traumatized. You know. They're angry, they're resentful, bitter, sometimes even hateful. 
and so they're wounded and they have not healed these wounds. And that's the reason why they keep bringing these things up from the past. So ladies, if you keep bringing this stuff up in the past, you have to check yourself. You have to find out what's the cause, what's triggering you to keep bringing these things. You have some unresolved issues. You need to solve your issues. Once you solve your issues, then you won't have to talk about it anymore. You don't have to keep bringing it up. Now, sometimes the man is not showing any signs of improvement. Maybe he improved in one area and he messed up in another area. And the woman is frustrated. She's tired of going back to the same thing. Maybe a different thing that he's doing, but it's the same type of mindset. It's the same type of attitude. So that's the reason why she keeps comparing it to a previous thing because it seems to be the same pattern or the same history. And it hasn't been resolved. So she keeps bringing it up because there's still a problem. Now, ladies, you don't have to bring it up during an argument. If there is a problem, you can wait until a quiet time where you can sit down with your man and you could talk about it. You don't have to bring it up during an argument because that's just going to escalate the argument. You're going to just go from bad to worse if it's already bad. So it's very important that you go ahead on and not mix different conversations. Don't bring past conversation with present conversation. Very important, ladies, that you don't do that because it's very confusing, right? I mean, it's chaotic. You know, you don't know if you're up or down. You don't know if you're dealing with today, if you're dealing with five years ago. I mean, you don't know if you're trying to solve one problem or three or four problems. You have to deal with it one at a time, right? Deal with the present situation, resolve it, move on. And you can set a date for you to revisit something that wasn't resolved. That's the reason why you need to revisit it because obviously it wasn't resolved. So you all can come to some type of resolution. All right, I'm going to have to do a part two. Obviously, I have some more things to discuss and we are running out of time. So I'm going to end it right here. We'll go ahead on and pick up in part two. Thank you.